Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. Today on the pod, we've got Phoebe Robinson, the comedian and host of the old WNYC podcast turned HBO series Two Dope Queens. In 2016, she talked to NPR's Rachel Martin about her book, You Can't Touch My Hair and Other Things I Still Have to Explain. And in this interview, she shares this anecdote that I think a lot of you will be able to relate to. She was in a creative writing class when someone did something wild, not like outright racist, but something definitely worth critiquing in a creative writing class. But before she speaks up, she has to do that mental math of like, okay, how is speaking up going to make me look? Is it worth it? Will many people see me as like an angry black woman if I say something? It's heavy, but it's also a delightful interview where she gets into her longtime dream of marrying Robert De Niro. Because, you know, we contain multitudes. Give it a listen. This message comes from NPR sponsor Acorn TV. Acorn TV isn't just good, it's brilliant. With exceptional television from around the world. Their romances are more charming, their mysteries cozier, their noirs more gripping, and their comedies cleverer. More clever? Oh, you get it. Acorn TV is brilliant stories told brilliantly. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. So, in a nutshell, Acorn TV. Brilliant. I don't wake up every day going, ah, time to break down institutional racism to people before Kathy Lee and Hoda drink their body weight in Franzia and host the fourth hour of the Today Show. That's Phoebe Robinson reading from her new book titled, You Can't Touch My Hair and Other Things I Still Have to Explain. So because I, like many of my friends and family, am on the receiving end of racism, and I, unlike many of my friends and family, have a platform, stand-up comedy and writing, it only makes sense to use it to effect some positive change when it comes to racism, and eventually, one day be right alongside Kathy Lee and Hoda, day drunk out of my mind, and ordering sensible cardigans from Netta Porter. (laughs) (laughs) That's my, that's like my literal dream, like... I know I wrote it as a joke, but I'm like, I love like, Kathleen Hoda. I, I know. Yeah. I know. Phoebe Robinson, stand-up comic and co-host of the WNYC podcast, Two Dope Queens. She joins me now from our studios at NPR West. So I want to talk about your conflicted relationship with stand-up comedy because mm-hmm. um, you're real funny. And you. Uh, you do stand-up comedy, but you weren't always so into that idea. In fact, and I'm quoting you here, oh, you thought stand-up <laughs> was dumb. I did. I did. I mean, I was a funny kid growing up, and I did improv in college. I went to Pratt Institute, but I did it very informally. It was just me and some of my friends just, you know, sort of goofing around on campus. But, yeah, I never really thought of comedy as a career. Like, my goal was when I moved to New York, I was going to write serious films. Like, I'm was, I was, I'm a huge movie buff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to write My American Beauty. Like, I'm going to write something, like, earth-shattering and, like, Yeah, not movies. A- films. Films. Yeah, films. You're yeah, going to do films. And I'm going to marry Robert De Niro, and that was the plan, you know? <laughs> really? Robert De Niro? Yeah, I know. I, he's he's so talented. He's so cute. I'm like, hey, boo. If anyone's listened to the podcast or knows you and your voice, what's mm. cool about this book is it's just you talking. Did you have to work to figure out what your voice was? People talk about that all the time, like, as, as a performer. Oh, you've really you found your voice. Like... You, black woman who grew up in the 90s, like you've you've channeled your authentic voice. Um, So I, as a kid, I used to always 
write these stories. Like my parents have books that I used to write and some of them were like really cute. Some of them were like kind of crazy. Like I have this one book that I wrote as a kid. I had a giant crush on my gym teacher. I was like in grade school and I just was like, oh, he's cute. He's older. I'm like, I guess I'm into older dudes since forever. (laughs) And so I like wrote this story about how I'm a princess and a scientist and all these things. And my brother gets kidnapped and my gym teacher is like this prince from this other town he comes over and like saves the day and I in the last page like I got married to the the gym teacher and we were just like chilling in bed looking through like a magazine and I won an award for that like which is the 90s were wild because someone should have been like hey what's going on here (laughs) but everyone was like great narrative this is awesome and so I think I kind of always took to writing and I I studied writing at Pratt. So it's been 14 years. In the book, you write that, quote, there's a predator-like mental scan that black women have to do before speaking. And then you go on to tell the story of being in a writing class in college. Can you recount that for me? There's this whole notion of Black women are angry or black women are sassy or or like have bad attitudes. And so you always want to be in a space where you, at least I was for a while, where I was like, oh, well, I want to be likable. I don't want people to think that I have resting bitch face or whatever, which is something that no guys ever, you know, do you do you think like Vladimir Putin is like, I hope I don't have resting bitch face in this interview. He's like <laughs> not concerned with that, which is so freeing. And so this was our senior year. This was our thesis class. And we were already like plays and screenplays and short story collections and poetry collections. And this one, one um, girl in my class, um, she she's very sweet, but she just recently decided discovered that she uh, was a lesbian, which I was like, yes, that's amazing that you found yourself. And so she wrote this play that I think she was, the thing, it was coming from a good place. It really was. But she wrote this play about slavery. I'm the only black person in this writing class, Mm. just to to preface this. Mm. And basically the slave uh, had a chance to get her freedom, but she turned it down to stay being a slave at that plantation or whatever because her and the slave master's daughter were, like, having an affair or whatever. Mm. And it just was very bizarre. And I kind of had to speak up and be like, you know, I don't think any slave would be like, hard pass on freedom. I'm (laughs) going to keep picking cotton so I could, like, hook up with this chick twice a week. Like... You know what I mean? And it was just really, it was tough because I was the only black person in the room. So everyone was looking at me as soon as it was like a slavery thing. I was like, should I say something? Should I not say something? I was really going back and forth about it. But I was like, I can't. Like, if you want to write a, a story about slavery, like, by all means, do it. But it has to come from a, a place that's respecting the past and respecting the people in it. And so I just told myself, I can't not speak up or stand up for myself because I'm afraid that people are not going to like me because I'm a black woman who has an opinion. Phoebe Robinson, her new book is You Can't Touch My Hair and Other Things I Still Have to Explain. Thanks so much, Phoebe. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Hey. I hear you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, you. 
If you're listening to this, that means you have a birthday coming up eventually. And here at Life Kit, we want it to be a special one. Magic can happen and good luck can happen and serendipity can happen if we're open to it. How to have a good birthday, even if you're not a birthday person. That's on the Life Kit podcast from NPR. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation. No work calls to answer, no text messages to respond to, just your suitcase and an opportunity. The opportunity to just take yourself out of your routine and travel deeper. How to actually take that dream trip. That's on the Life Kit podcast from NPR. I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research. Uh, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR.